And we are back here for North Hall High School in Gainesville as 97.5 Glory FM presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia along with Joe Gailey, Gary Glenn, Ron Poole, Mike Warford. We'll be back in the studio producing the game as always is Nathan Laddie. You can listen to this broadcast immediately after our game this evening on our New Look website, WGTJRadio.com. And it's live on demand anytime, 24-7 at WGTJRadio.com. Here at halftime, your Long Street Cafe FCA scoreboard. This one, of course, North Hall on top of East Hall, 28-14. Also at halftime, it is Cherokee Bluff on top of Chesapeake, 35 to nothing. The last score I had before halftime was Appalachia falling to Gainesville. The Red Elephants celebrating homecoming with a 21-0 lead over the Wildcats. Also at halftime, it was Lincoln County on top of Commerce, 10-7 in that matchup. It was Lambert on top of Fly Branch, 19-0 at halftime. The last score I had in the second quarter over at East Forsyth, which their address is Gainesville slash Forsyth County, technically. It was the Broncos of Brian Allison on top of William Morales, Johnson Knights, 21 nothing. We'll try to get a score for you later on on that one. we got a wild one in Cleveland as Stevens County leads White County 21-20 in that ball game. Of course, join me for the final score tonight. Starting at 11.05 as I'll recap all of the local scores after Chester Proctor brings you GNN's Friday Night Lights after our ball game until 11 o'clock this evening here on 97.5 Glory FM. And here we are at halftime, homecoming 2023. North Hall was formed in 1957. So was East Hall, but the Vikings didn't start playing football in 1958 when the Trojans went ahead and started there at first year in 1957. And here it is, 67 seasons later, and you see how these two schools have grown just the facilities alone, how they have grown out East Hall. They're basically rebuilding that school. Yep. They're off Old Cornelia Highway, and they keep looking at that that inner terminal they've got going up there and also with new facilities, new subdivisions going in left and right out there. It's, it's like, okay, now what's going to happen with East Hall? They either got to build a new school or keep on building on that one, that one and see what happens, see how big they can get up there at East Hall. Well, and the, and the, the new deal elementary man after former first lady sandra deal will open up this fall next fall and they've uh, showed their mascot tonight and they're the they're going to be the bears they and they actually have buford colors with the gold and green colors and they'll split their attendance i'm sure but it's white sulfur and river being coming to deal and i'm sure some will go to east hall some will come to north hall depending on where the parents live and whatnot so we'll be eager to see what happens and all the growth and stuff that's going up the corridor of 365 is as you and i both have noticed there through the years mike it is unbelievable uh, from what you and i remember it years ago when there was really nothing but pine trees and uh, uh, two two-lane roads on either side well think about it joseph they're going to close white sulfur which was built back what 1971 mm-hmm. around that time mm-hmm. yep i guess it was when i started coming here at north hall north hall they're going to finally close old river bend which i still love that place that's where i went my dad went to high school back there and it was a high school until 1957 when it became North Hall when it and Claremont High and Sardis High were formed to make North Hall. East Hall was formed there in 1957 when Otad Moore Airline and Lula High Schools were built. And then you look again, the Board of Education side, they wanted 1,000 kids, K through 5, in the Sandra Deal building. Yeah. And, I, and I can give you my ideas about that in, in any time. <laughs> but you think about it, they're about, they're about to build 300 homes in Rabbit Town on Oak Cornelia Highway 
And it's like, okay, look at the number of kids that are going to be going there. Yeah, exactly. And then you say, okay, my big question is how are you going to get the kids there with the buses mm-hmm. because of you either had to go White Silver Road across the railroad tracks or up 365, and they got some new interchanges being built there, but you got the new inland yeah. port being built too with tractor trailers on that road all the time. That's my big concern from that standpoint. They said we're going to save money. That's what it was all about was saving money, but we'll see what happens there. So the, the deal bears will be coming in in, in 2024. They'll have the principal from Riverbend who's going to move over there right. to be the first principal there for uh, the deal elementary school. Yeah, they're growing right up with it. I know that a uh, good friend of ours, a good friend of mine, known him since uh, we went to kindergarten together, Joey Roberts. His mother, Virginia, and Miss Sandra were first cousins, and, and Joey kind of keeps me abreast, and I know they still stay in touch with Nathan and the family. And uh, good honor, big honor for Miss, Miss Sandra. Very took uh, education. Uh, well, think about too, Joseph. You know, her her dad was Mr. Dunnigan yep. here at North Hall mm-hmm. back in there. Remember that long time yep. administrator was, and counselor was, here at was North my Hall. Counselor, was my counselor for a couple of years here at North Hall. Yes, yep. sir. So, so it, it, it's a big family affair here, mm-hmm. both for East and for North Hall here. And you see how important this ball game is for both these schools tonight. Yep. 13 minutes left here as the band continues to play and haven't even started the halftime festivities. Mike, I'm going to, if you don't mind, go ahead and run down. Uh, borrow, uh, Boring Gary's program in alphabetical order. The inaugural uh, class of the North Hall High School athletic alumni. Who's who, buddy? Yeah, who's who? we got, I'm going to start out in the C's. Michael Carew, C-A-R-E-W, wrestling. A state runner-up in 14, state champion 15 and 16. FCA wrestler of the year in 16, undefeated his senior year at 52 and 0, two-time academic All-American, uh, AAC conference champ, uh, 2020 champion in character uh, in college, and 19 and 20 All-American in college. Followed by Bob Christmas, we all remember 304 career victories. He won 103 games here at North Hall from 2001 to 2013. Region seven AAA champs, 04, 6, 7, 12. State playoffs, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 12, and 13. Quarterfinals three times in 04, 07, and 12. Semifinalists, 7 and 12. Region Coach of the Year five times. And the Sports Rider Coach of the Year in 04. Area Coach of the Year for the times in 4 and 6. And coached the North-South All-Star game in 6. Uh, Bob Christmas basically turned North Hall football around. I think we all could say very easily. And has that building over our left main bedroom. And and another guy that helped turn athletics overall around here in North Hall, Harold Daniels, longtime AD, coached baseball. His sister Lydia coached coached me but taught me in North Hall many years ago. He was a 1988 to 95 teacher and teacher and coach. Uh, He coached football, baseball, and basketball. He's 93 to 95 head baseball coach, AD from 2000 to 13. Uh, hired many of the uh, coaching greats through the year, longtime supporter of NHHS FCA, instrumental in several big campuses. The Brickyard basically should be called the Harold Daniels Brickyard. Bingo. Exactly. Yeah, and he hired Bob Christmas. He hired Bob Christmas and, uh, you know, got everything going with the Athletic Booster Club and whatever. Seven, uh, 2013, seven AAA Athletic Director of the Year. Now, one of our guys that we remember from a long time ago, Jody Davis, Attended North Hall here, graduated, I think, the same year as Michael did in 75. Uh, catcher for the Chicago Cubs, 81 to 88. National League All Star, 84 and 86. Gold Glove, Gold Glove winner in 86. Catcher for the Braves, 88 to 90. MLB record for runners caught stealing in 1986 at 89. Jody played in 1,082 Major League Baseball games, 35 85 at bats, 127 home runs at 490. 
RBIs. Then go over here, a basketball player, Courtney Hester Dwyer. Courtney played basketball, all-time school scoring record, 1,436 points, 98 and 99. Three-time rebounding and free-throw team leader, 96 to 99. Uh, they retired her jersey number 13. Uh, cross-country led the girls' cross-country team to fourth, fifth, and sixth places in the state. She uh, has a shot put school record of 35 feet, 2 inches, and 97. Seventh in the state in the shot put, 99. Fourth in the state in high jump in 99. Played basketball at the University of North Georgia, and she's also in the Hall of Fame at uh, uh, North Georgia and three-time All-American in North Georgia and the UNG career scoring leader, uh, points per game, 23.4 points per game. Then another one of our favorites, so they're all our favorites, though, Gene Holtzclaw Foster, 487 wins in girls' basketball, Final Four in 1991, region champions in 1991, Lanierland champions 80, 83, 86, 87, 88, and 90. Playing career, four-year varsity letter player here at North Hall, first North Hall team to make state playoffs under Coach Marie Faulkner, 82 Lanier tournament MVP, uh, 2006 cross-country coach state champions. Brian Hall, that we remember, I remember Brian Hall when he was in the ninth grade playing on uh, the basketball team. For basketball, he was 95, forced boys basketball jersey number to be retired. He was number 12, career scoring leader at 1,480 points. He's had a scholarship to Presbyterian College, played football at North Hall, most combined yards in one season, 900 rushing, 600 receiving. Uh, soccer, most career goals scored, GHSA North All-Star team track, long jump school record at 22 feet and school records in the 100-meter and the 200-meter in track. And now the pastor of Chestnut Mountain Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, pastor and a really good young man and, and uh, love, love Brian, love all these guys. Corey Heltsey, who we've known since Corey was, was about six foot and now he's about 6'8", uh, <laughs> is a 1996-1998 football, University of Clemson, or Clemson University as we know it. Played with the Buffalo Bills in 2001, the Oakland Raiders 03 to 06. Played in 40 NFL games as an offensive lineman. 6'7", 300 pounds, 405 bench, and 600 squat at North Hall High School. Blue Chip Illustrated, All-American in football, and a state champion in the shot put his senior year. Nick Long, a cross-country guy, graduated with school records in the 3,200, 1,600, and 800 meters. Uh, 400 meter um, and 32 and 1600 and we've got the times there cross-country state champion team in 2006 four individual state championships in track and field the 3200 meter 1600 meter 800 meter 2007 Gainesville times track athlete of the year and the Gainesville times cross-country runner of the year in 07 we've got a full scholarship to run cross-country and track at the university of georgia the one that turned the baseball program around here trip mongero uh, 2017 North Hall GHSA Baseball Champions, National High School Baseball Coach of the Year in 17, two-time Georgia Coach of the Year, ranks in the top 50 in history of Georgia High School Baseball with 490 wins, coached in three straight championships, winning two state titles, winning his baseball coach in North Hall history with 231 wins, played for two state championship during his tenure at North Hall, winning his baseball coach at Laney High School and moving to North Carolina history, 137 wins. And he played at George Whitfield. He's in their Hall of Fame. 
1989 CAA Player of the Year at UNC Wilmington as a shortstop. Uh, All-decade team at UNC Wilmington and played one season in the Atlanta Braves farm system. And he was hired by Harold Daniels, too. Yep. And Danny Thomas, another one of our guys. Did y'all graduate together, Mike? No, he was a year ahead a of year me. A year ahead of you. 33 and a half years as teacher and coach at North Hall High School. 11 years assistant football, 7 years head baseball. 2005 induction into Maryville College Athletics Hall of Fame. Four-year letterman in football and baseball. 77 baseball team MVP. 78 captain of the football team. 72 All-State punter for North Hall High School. 73 set the single-season record in rushing 1,288 yards and touchdowns of 17. 1974 MVP on the baseball team. And last but definitely not least, Mr. Paul White. Paul was a head wrestling coach from 84 to 96, dual meet record of 177, 25 and 4. <coughs> 10 Hall County State, uh, Hall County Championships, 23 individual state place winners. Seven-time area coach of the year, 2017 through 2021 assistant wrestling coach, 43 state place winners, two-time state dual state champions, 84 to 94, the middle school football coach, uh, Hall of Fame induction in 2007 in the National Wrestling Hall of Fame, who our friend Gary Glenn is now a member of that group also, and then, then also in the National Wrestling Collegiate Association, Coach Association, Dan Gable Award presented at the NCAA Division I Championship in 2015. That's your North All High School Hall of Fame group this year. It is. It is halftime here for North Hall. Homecoming 2023 is North Hall 28, East Hall 14. We're back after this two-minute timeout. More of your United Community Bank halftime report on 97.5 Glory FM. Gosney? Yes, Gosney. Gosney. Never heard of it. Well, now you have. Gosney Pizza Ovens are now available at Autry's Ace, and they're amazing. Unrivaled performance for the best possible cooking results. Super easy to use and fun to cook on, plus they're versatile. You can roast, smoke, steam, or bake and enjoy wood-fired pizza whenever you'd like. Let's start with margarita pizza for me and a slow-cooked pork belly for you. Check out the new Gosney Pizza Ovens at Autry's Ace Hardware in Gainesville. It's the best pizza oven you've never heard of. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. 
It is a special night here from North Hollands. We're having homecoming and also Joe just ready down the Hall of Fame induction ceremony members and what a great class that is. Homecoming Queen 2023 has just been named and congratulations to Miss Sarah Gibson. who was a 2023 homecoming queen. Joe, I loved it last year. They had on the big board out here to our right. They had the pictures of every homecoming queen in North Hall history there wow. last year. That was really something to see. Yes, yep. The ladies who have been a part of this school and also the homecoming queen throughout all the years. Well, you've got a, a, the rainbow of colors down there from pink to gold to cream <laughs> to kind of a purple, a blue, a green, a teal, and all colors of the rainbow down there. Congratulations to Sarah Gibson on becoming the 2023 North Hall High School homecoming queen. Uh, stats in the first half, Mike, you know, uh, we were talking about the rushing of the football. Overall, North Hall, <clears throat> let's see here, they got carried it 20 times for 187 yards. East Hall, 14 for 37 yards. Passing the ball is the difference for East Hall. East Hall is 11 of 19, 155. North Hall, 3 of 6 for 30, 38, 225 total for North Hall, 192 total for East Hall. Uh, rushing for East Hall, <clears throat> You've got uh, Jamarcus Harrison, 9 for 29. His longest was 18. And Lucas Pruitt, 5 for 8 yards total. His long was 4. 11 of 19 is Jamarcus Harrison, 155. Uh, Chasen Jones leads the way, 8 catches, 131 yards. His longest is 41. And he's got a TD for North Hall. Uh, running the ball, Tate Ruth. And we said he'd have a bunch, fellas. And sure enough, Tate Ruth leads the way, 13 carries, 100. 30 yards in the first half, a TD, 52 yards is his longest. Tanner Marsh, five runs, 38 yards, a TD. Uh, Parker Carlton, two rushes, 19 yards. Uh, passing, three of six is Tanner Marsh, 38 yards. And Riles per year has caught all three of those as long as 24. And that's your stats at the half. All right, and the scoreboard of the Long Street Cafe, FCA scoreboard at halftime scores. I've got to get this one. At City Park Stadium, Bobby Groomfield, homecoming for the Red Elephants. They lead Appalachia 63 to nothing at halftime. How about that one? At halftime, it is right now Cherokee Bluff on top of Chesapeake, 35 to nothing. At halftime, Lambert on top of Flowery Branch, 19 to nothing. 19 to 7. Thank you, Ron. 19 to 7 is the score on that one. Thank you. Also, the last score I had was. East Versailles 35 nothing over Johnson in the third quarter. It is Lumpkin County on top of Hart County, 14-3. That would be a big win for Heath Webb's team. We'll talk to him during the final score coming up this evening. Uh, also, so I'm going to give you one more score like I can find right quick. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, we mentioned Westall in Union County, and that one with the Panthers leading 28-7 in that ball game also at halftime. And uh, Dawson County and Lakeview Academy had the evening off. Last score I had with White County and Stephen Ron was 21-20. Stephen, you got an update on that one? halftime score. Okay, so that's what we got at halftime. We're back with the third quarter after this here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. 
United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a close game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Time now to kick off the second half, Joseph. The, uh, they're still finishing up their little three-minute warm-up period. East Hall's gathered around Coach Turner on the far side. North Hall looks like they're ready. North Hall will receive the second half kickoff. They lead it 28-14. to 14. And you mentioned next week Trojans will be on the road at Cherokee Bluff. That'll be our broadcast game of the week. East Hall back at home against Cedar Shows, a game I expect them to win next week. Yeah. they uh, North Hall's, uh, you know, if they keep playing like they're doing, especially the offense now, seem to be interesting. If they come out and score, make it a three-score game right here quickly <laughs> over East Hall, then, you know, then East Hall got to see if they if they run out of gas or come back and try to go down in a hurry and score. I know that, you know, Harrison's going to throw it the rest of the night. I don't see him running other than him running it. Uh, very much. Uh, I think he's going to wind up throwing it. He did there in the second quarter a while ago. So, um, you know, I, it, it might just depend on how, how North Hall, if they go three and out right here, give it back to East Hall, Ron, it may be different. Well, it, it, yeah, it could be. But uh, it's a, a big defensive uh, series for East Hall here starting second half because they really need to stop. Hernandez to kick off. They'll be kicking right to left towards the bob. Fieldhouse down, the new one on the left down there. You got Pergier and Ruth back deep for the Trojans. Just starting here in the second half. East Tall, North Hall from the big yard. Hernandez gets a thumbs up from his line. And toe meets leather. Short pooch kick on the far side. Ruth comes up at the 30, 35, 40, 45. That is Ty Kemp again. 50, 45. One hits him from behind and knocks him down at the 43-yard line. Again, they tried the pooch camp there, yeah. Ron, and it hurt them because Kemp was able to get back across yeah, all the and, way down to the 41-yard line. Again, I don't understand the strategy there. That may be something they do all the time. Oh, yeah. Two, excuse me, sir. First down now, North Hall with a great Ty Kemp kickoff return. Corbin Sosby, Ty Kemp will break out to the near side. Reckon Kirby will be the tight end. Riles Pergier, the other receiver on this side, broken out at a wide out. Tanner Marsh would take Ruth, and we've got a offsides on North Hall. Now somebody lined up in the neutral zone. In high school ball, either side 
gets in the neutral zone, they stop it dead right yep. there. They don't yeah. let them play on. So five-yard penalty, puts it behind the sticks. This is the kind of game when you're just waiting on something to happen that will just bust it open one mm-hmm. way or the other. First down now at the 46-yard line now for the Trojans. East Hall Territory, 11:51, just underway here in the third quarter. You know, North Hall started out like they're going to run away with this thing, and then East Hall rallied, and you got a two-score game now. <clears throat> Tanner Marsh, the gun, pitches over here to Perrier. Perrier coming towards us. Got a cut inside, does a spin move, and got about two yards back to the 44-yard line. Spun in there and got caught by a couple of white jerseys, knocked him down at the 44-yard line. He's second down in 13. I'm expecting Tanner Marsh to throw the football more, Joe, and maybe get yep. more of an even pass run in this ball game. But I thought he might throw it a little bit more to his tight end tonight. Brecken Kirby's been more used as a blocker all night, too. So four wide outs, two on either side. Ball on the near hash mark. Eli Ham gets it to his quarterback. Marsh flushed out of the pocket this way. Got a flag going to be holding. Marsh fakes the guy down the sideline, 30, 25, 20, and it's all going to come back after he's tackled out of bounds around the 20-yard line. Yeah, you could kind of see that one. I believe everybody saw that one. Trying to get out of the way. Talking to the umpire, the head referee, Danny Zemer, is. And it's going to be holding against the Trojans. The holding is going to be from the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be a 10-yarder, so it'll be second and about 23 now. At the yeah, they had a uh, – I trying to get out of the way, and – that noise you heard was me tripping over something they had behind me. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'll get up. Just my pride. All right. <coughs> yeah. We'll have to get you a little scooter. I tell you, I'm, what I need to be do is get some, get you a know, some kind of a barrier around. Get there. a seat. <laughs> There's a snap to Marsh. Marsh looks over the middle. Got a man open, throws it complete to Brecken Kirby. I mentioned his name, and he got eight of those back right there from the, well, almost nine from the 46 of North Hall down to the 45 of East Hall. So he got nine. But he's still behind the sticks. Yeah, still about five yards, four yards short, third down 14. Amir Barnett bringing him up on third and 15. First pass to Kirby we've seen tonight. Kirby lines up at the tight end. No wideouts, a couple of backs this time. Marsh takes the snap, sends a man in motion. Now he's going to get flushed out of the pocket. In the grass and throws complete right there to the Corbin Sosby. Caught it for about six or seven yards. Caught it right on top of the ground at the 38-and-a-half yard line. Shawell short of the first down yeah. about seven yards. Dangerous pass, and uh, he had to go to his belly to bring it in, and he did, And uh, but it's still going to be fourth and uh, almost eight. Yep, fourth and uh, fourth and about eight, eight seven-and-a-half, eight yards. Looks They're like they'll go, go for, for it. it. Yep, 10-0-3, just under Ten minutes exactly now. North Hall with a two-score lead, 28-14. to 14. This, is, this is a big play for East Hall right here. There's a snap. Marsh, misdirection, goes the other way, throws it. Got a flag complete for the first down, but we have a flag from the umpire probably going to mean holding. Yeah. Pick number 61 for East Hall is Paul Bones, and he is clapping his hands. Well, if it's, if it's on North Hall, obviously you decline, take over the ball. Let's see what it comes up to. Uh, it was a fourth, fourth down play. Let's see what they've got. Come here. Head official comes over holding on the Trojans. Still fourth down. Still fourth down. They'll take the penalty, move them back. Oh, okay. Because it was for first down. Yeah, it would have yeah, been 
Yep, over there. So it was ruled the, complete, but yep. on the penalty. Now it would it would have been complete by about a yard or two, down to about the 29. And that's another. Now one they're going to punt it. Another one of those Joes. Not how many penalties you have. It's when you have them. Yep. Parker Dale is the punter. Long snapper Mason Carrick on the 14. Yeah, you, you ask how tall he was. He's about six feet, but he's only 170 pounds, so it makes him look a little taller because Long he's kind of slim. Parker Dale with kicks it high. Got a flag right there at the 46. Going to hit and roll all the way down. And he kicked it back out and then went in the end zone. Hobby dog on. Right, may, they may bring it back anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Walker Davis hit it right at the end, end zone to knock it back out. And, and the flag and was strong right away. Yeah, right there at the 46. Right before the kick was made, so we got a time a stoppage in play, and they'll talk to each other on their little mini microphones. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's another thing where high school football has changed over the years. They they can communicate without having to run to each other. Well, it's a definite advantage in my mind because, well, they can talk with one another without having to run 30, 40 yards. And if you've got a stadium that has the capability of picking up that feed, then you, the head official can tell the whole crowd what the call is. And it's 28-14 right now. North Hall leading East Hall in the third quarter here for North Hall. They go over and talk to Matt Turner. Now that he's coming back across very slowly and holding his back as the head official. Now he comes over. Illegal procedure on the Trojans. Looks like they will They will take it, it take it post possession yep. and move it up to the 25. All That's the new rule this year in high school where you can do that. Take it at the 25-yard line. First and 10. First possession of the second half for East Hall. Head official letting <coughs> Coach Sean Pender know what the penalty was and what's going on before they play. Coach Pender getting a clarification from them, letting them know what's going on and what they can do and can't do right there. And Coach Pender seems to be satisfied. Walks away. Comes he back probably over. wanted a number. Who was yep. it? Yep. <laughs> Jamarcus Harrison brings them out. Lucas Pruitt off to his right. Four wideouts, one on the near side. That's going to be Caden Daniels. Harrison Hernandez-Jones on the far side. One man looking to blitz. There's a snap. Harrison takes it, gives it off to Pruitt. Pruitt tries to go the other side, gets three, four, five yards, and finally hit. And they're at the 28, 29-yard line. Yeah, he ran sideways a lot, and it looked like he got more than he really wound up getting. Because he was not running north and south. But he's getting a good head start, though, guys. Charlie Wright, amongst others, came blowing in there and knocked him down after five yards. Got about four. Going to give him four yards on it down to the 29-yard line. 9.07 in the quarter now. Everybody looks at the wristband to get the play. Three wideouts now that he's flip-flop. Three on this side, one on the far. Pruitt on the right of his quarterback. Harrison takes the snap. Looks. Oh, and the man comes blitzing him. Harrison gets away from him. Goes out to the far side and finally... Several green jerseys knocking down after about a two-yard game. I'll tell you what, he earned that one. <laughs> yeah, almost almost tackled in the backfield by Landon Potter, except uh, one of the East Hall blockers, Lucas Pruitt, fell on top of Potter and, and knocked him down before he could make the tackle. You know, about three yards, maybe four. It's third down and three yards to go from the 33-yard line, 32-yard line, got to get to the 35. Harrison gets his steps in on Friday night, guys, from the time he walks over after every play on offense to get the play from the offensive coach, then comes back out, gives a play to his teammates, Pruitt back there with him. Harrison 
Jamarcus takes the snap, looks downfield, rolls out to his right, looking, looking. He'll have the first down and run out of bounds after he gets about four yards and the first down, down to the 36-yard line. Well, you know, it's all codes and hand signals and all that kind of stuff. When we'd huddle, you know, you just ran a guard in and out every play, bring in the, bring in the play. Yeah, Western and Union. They give him only three yards. They say he stepped out at the 35, but it is a first down. 8.02 in the quarter now. First, first down of the second half. Four East Hall. And East Hall's offense has actually been pretty impressive tonight. 192 yards at halftime. Over 100 from Harrison throwing the ball. Harrison, the yep. quarterback with Pruitt. Four wideouts, two on either side. Fakes it, gives it off, keeps it himself. Carrying it like a blow for bread and gets tackled by three, four, five green jerseys at the 34-yard line. I hope he's got big hands because yeah. that could have come out. The, yeah, exactly. And the thing about North Hall is the first guy or two will hit you and slow you down, and they swarm to the ball so well. Then they make a gang tackle out of it, and you got nowhere to go. Yeah, he gave some yardage back. Yeah, not he did, as, didn't not he? As much, not as much as I thought he did, but. Yard short, or lost a yard on that one. Second down, 11. Jason, Dane, Jason Jones, excuse me, goes out the far side. Four on one side, one on the other. As Pruitt comes out of the backfield. Jamarcus Harrison takes it with 7-17 on the clock. Looks to throw, got pressure. Flushed out, runs. Got hit by one guy at the 35 and tackled at the 37 by Trey Patterson. Yeah, Patterson had him around the around the shins and the ankles just wouldn't let go. Patterson, I think, was playing spy on that one, looking to see if he was going to run. At the half, just so I know Gary and I talk about it, so does Ron, that Zeke Harris had uh, seven tackles, two interceptions at the half, and Patterson had six tackles at the half. You got one stat guy that that's all he does is keep up with the tackles. And I'm, that makes sense because that's a full-time job when you got two or three guys make, making a bunch of tackles. Well, you know, you have to give, you have to decide whether it's a, a solo tackle or an assist. Right. Third down, eight yards to go now, 631 in the quarter. Harrison looks at his wristband to get the play. Five wideouts, three, kind of stacked on each other. Fake the handoff, go to the screen on the far side, over to Caden Daniels. Caden hit immediately after he caught it. He only gets a yard. Number 17 is there on the spot on that one. That was one. Walker Davis, one of the defensive backs for North That Hall. was Patterson who blew it up again, and one of the East Hall players got a little chippy, shoved him, but you know, to Patterson's credit, he wasn't having any of that. He just backed off. Fourth down now. They'll have to punt it this time. And you got something you don't see every day, two receivers back for the punt. Mm-hmm. You got Ty Kemp and Riles Perrier back, depending on which side he kicks it on. Jaden Hernandez does all the kicking duties for the Vikings. Gunners on either side for East Hall. That's going to be a free play. Not North Hall's off sides. Yep, I thought. Yeah, it looked like that one of the guys for North Hall jumped pretty quick right there. Yeah. John Pender saying he gets drawn. Well, he, he the, what happened that time, though, he butted heads with the offensive lineman. And once you did that, that's what made the offense move was the fact that the defensive guy got in there and butted heads. He, got, he penetrated neutral zone first. Not five yards. It's fourth and two now. I have to watch for the fake. I really don't think so, but we'll see. As Hernandez is back there to make the punt with 529 <laughs> in the quarter. There's a snap. Good. Oh, they're looking to pass it. Oh, it's broken up right there in the middle. Number two grabs it. That's going to be Levi Kenny. He's going to have the first down. 
Wow. <laughs> After the tip pass, he <laughs> grabbed it out of the air and ran across midfield to the 49. Connor Howard came in there and made a good play on the ball, except when he tipped it, he didn't slap it down. He tipped it up. And then it turns into the tip drill. Number, yeah, and number one, two was Levi on the spot, Kenny right there to grab it. And get well, the he was one of, the, one of the up uh, back blockers, and he just grabbed it and knew what to do with it. He's tall with new life now, now, after the penalty and after the fake. Harrison pitches it out to Pruitt. Pruitt tries to go to the far side. 50 gets knocked down on the far side. Finally run out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. Got about seven on the carry. That was a good run that time. He just kept kept moving and kept moving until they finally they finally get they never tackled him. They just got him out of bounds. One guy dove at him at the 47-yard line, missed him, so he was able to get up to the 43, a second down, and about three, maybe four, from the 43-yard line. Got to get to the 39. Again, North on the top, 28-14 here in the third. Jamarcus takes it, gets the first down across the 40, down to the 38-yard line, about a five-yard pickup, first down for the Vikings. Yep, we're inside of five minutes in the third. Nobody has scored here in the second half, but East Hall threatening now to cut it to seven. Another long drive for the Vikings. Yes, it is. They've had it a lot. Time of possession has been. They've, they've got time of possession in the game, because but the thing is, They've had a couple of them come up dry and one of them go the other way. Harrison with Pruitt in the backfield, four wideouts again. Three. Harrison takes the snap, pitches it out to Pruitt. Pruitt down to the 35, tackle from behind by Zeke Harris. He caught up with him right there at about the 37-yard line. No gain on the carry, it looks like, maybe a yard, second down nine. And that's good lateral pursuit that time yep. the North Hall defense. They, they've uh, they studied well and they they know they well versed on what East Hall does. They've been on the field a long time too, guys. You know Harris is just a headhunter, isn't he? Yes, he is. 6'2", 185. He's got some good size. I think he can play somewhere. Jones in motion, looking to throw. One man on him in a hurry. Incomplete. The intended receiver. Looked like to be number 22 that time. Which no, was, was Pruitt. That was Pruitt. Pruitt. Was it Pruitt 23? Okay. Give you an idea, Gary. You mentioned Harrison's size. I was a, the biggest player on the North Hall football team in 1974. I was 6'3 and 175. So there he is an inch shorter and 10 pounds heavier. And I was a lineman. 6'3, 175. Nowadays they're 6'8 and 285 or 385. Exactly. If you're on the line, yeah. Now, third down, nine yards to go. Got to get to the 28-yard line. Harrison goes to the far side looking to throw. Throws it way over the top. Got him in down there. Man gets in between. That's number 10, Charlie Wright. Good defensive yeah. position that time and was able to fall yeah. right in front of him and it hit him in the chest and went away. Yeah, the, what happened that time, Gary, was he just didn't throw it far enough. Well, it was intended for Caden Daniels, and, and Wright played it well. He ran a risk of having – Having pass interference there. And it, it could have been intercepted if he could have picked it up in time. But, you know, you could have called interference on the offensive guy, too. So the referee made the decision of no call. Fourth down, nine yards to go. They're actually going to go for it now. Inside the 40, balls at about the 37-yard line, 344 in the quarter. North Hall leads it 28-14. to 14. <laughs> Now we've got a timeout call by no illegal no, substitution. That's going to back them up. They didn't. Might have done that on purpose just to get the better better punting advantage. 
may be. Let's see what they're going to do. Harrison's staying out there, so I'm not sure. Moves him back five yards to the 42. Harrison slowly walks to the sideline, so. Um, yeah, you might want to try to kick them in a hole. Here, yeah, that's I'm what they're going to do. That comes. Yeah, that comes their the punting punt. unit. Yeah. Well, you definitely want to angle your punt. There it comes. That's Fernandez. He was in there at the receiver, and he's moving back there to punter now. Ty Kemp, the deep man for the Trojans, he's going to be inside the 10. Well, they got a lot of protection for the punter, I'll say that. Yep, all three guys back there. Marion Tatum high snap. Gets the punt off, kicks it away from Ty Kemp. Going to bounce at the 12, go all the way down. Can't stop it. Almost got it, but goes in the end zone. Northall will have it with a tax back right there with 3.33 remaining here in the quarter. Yeah, it was a nice run down the field for the Vikings by number two, Leo Kinney, but he couldn't quite slap it back and keep it up. Punter did what he was supposed to do. He punted it toward the wide side of the field. But what it did when the ball hit, it did not kick to the right out of bounds. It kicked straight ahead and into the end zone. So that means the Trojans will get it at their 20. And leading 28-14 here in the third quarter. 3.33 on the clock. Tanner Marsh, my member beside him. That's going to be Tate Ruth. Kirby at the tight end. you got Sosby, Kemp, and Perrier to the wideouts. Give off to Ruth. Ruth, 20, 25, 30, 35. Pull down from behind at the 34 right at the 40-yard line. Like number eight, Sergio Soto in on the tackle. Well, he's going to have a lot of tackles tonight, yep. too. Levi Kenny also in on it. Yeah, Sergio's had a lot of action tonight on the defensive side of the football. 327 in the quarter. Well, he plays the middle linebacker position. That's what you're supposed to be as a headhunter in that, in that position. First down and 10 from the 40. Marsh takes it himself. Comes around. Nice move over here to this side. 50, 45. 40, knocked out of bounds right there, and we're going to have a flag as he hit him already about two yards out. Yeah. What is that all about, guys? Cut that out right there. Riles Perrier might be PA, a flag on Riles. Another flag. Riles had nothing to do with that, and Coach Pender doing a great job getting all over him because that was uncalled for. It was already done. Riles comes running up from behind, getting in the East Hall player's face. And that That's may just, offset the yeah. the other penalty. They'd just be out of bounds right there. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a, it was a North Hall player that had – it wasn't exactly a hole, but he had a had an arm in front of the East Hall defender over there. Yeah. And uh, was and he put his took his arms away and put, spread out his arms at the last minute like I wasn't holding. And then when they all out of when out of bounds, that's when you had the little scuffle over there. Now Austin Crow, I think, was a East Hall player that might have been got tangled up right there with Perrier. Four officials discussing it between the numbers and the sideline. Now Danny Zimmer going to tell us what's going on. Have a dead ball, personal foul on East Hall. That'll be the late hit out of bounds. And that's all they've called. It'll be a first down right there. No, the, they. If they're going to penalize, no, we got to got another one. Well, they got another first down. They've got a, uh, now they've got one on it. That was all, all set. Yeah. There's three three fouls on the play, so they offset. And mm-hmm. You just play it where he went out of bounds. Yep. You're right, Ron. So they'll give him the 15 yards on the on the late hit out of bounds and move it up to the 25 or 26 yard line. Is he going to turn and walk the other way? Nope, because uh, the other two were offsetting. Between yeah, no, those the two, two offset between, so between the two guys getting hold of each other right there, they're going to just stop and 
Those will be offsetting. It'll be first and 10 for North Hall at the East Hall, 26-yard line, 307 in the quarter. The snail, the game is slowed down to a snail's pace, unfortunately. Tanner Marsh in the backfield with Tate Ruth. Takes it, hands off, gives it up to Tate. Tate across the 25 down to the 20 and about the 19-yard line. Well, the long run by Marsh was just predetermined quarterback draw. He just he just took off. Well, it really wasn't even a draw. It was just a run. And yeah. now they've gone back to try to pound in the middle of Marsh. Well, there guys in three plays. North Hall's gone 61 yards with his drive. 28-14, 245 in the quarter. Third, second down, about three yards to go. We've got to get to the 16-yard line. They're right at the 19 now. Marsh in the shotgun. Ruth to his left. Going to follow Ruth, go off the left side, going to try and cut inside. He does, and they got a hold, and they got a flag back there, and he stuck his head in there. They got the first down, but I think, and then these tall players got a cramp. Yeah, yeah. number two got, got went down immediately. Official time. These tall player grabbing that right foot and pulling that toe back to him. Yeah, like when we used it was years ago. Yep. When I saw that, I knew exactly what he had. Got a timeout on the field with an injury. 225 left in the quarter. North Hall up by two scores, Mike. Let's take a 30-second timeout, guys. Back with more here on 97.5 Glory FM. Are you thinking about buying or building a new home? There are several really good reasons you should make it an energy-efficient right-choice home from Jackson EMC, including energy savings backed by two warranties, quality control built right into the home, and added value for the life of the home. It's all part of Jackson EMC's promise to provide the highest levels of comfort and energy efficiency. That's why a right choice home is the best choice for you, only from Jackson EMC. Here we go. Back here giving the scores here from the Long Street Cafe FCA scoreboard. It is 41-0 in favor of Cherokee Bluff over Chesity in the third quarter of play. Again, at halftime, it was Gainesville over Appalachia, 63-0. The score on that one at halftime. My buddy that was refereeing that one, I said, most likely would have a running clock, and he was correct. Yeah. Yeah. The whole in the second, second half. half. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's a sprinting clock right there. <laughs> hey, oh. He'll get back to his lake house before too late tonight. Well, halftime will last it longer than the second half. <laughs> and that's probably true. Well, congratulations to all the inductees to the Hall of Fame. You know, uh, Danny Thomas with a very famous name, and uh, Paul White were associated with almost all of the rest of the, the inductees as a as a coach or mm-hmm. a, 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 a fellow coach or a teacher or an instructor or some way or another. When you think about Danny, he was the quarterback of the football team when John B. Corley was coach here in the early 70s, and then uh, he also – was a longtime baseball coach. He and Gene Foster coached the first eight championship team here in Orthol, and that was a cross-country team. Boys mm-hmm. cross-country, yeah. Gene mentioned that. She said the first thing she coached was softball, and yep. she didn't know a thing about softball. Slow pitch. <laughs> she, she said, you know, <laughs> that's, that was a bit of a surprise, but she was 22 years old, and they told her to go coach. She said, okay. Well, it was interesting. Her, her, she played for Marie Faulkner at Orthol before Marie retired, and then Marie came back out of retirement. And, and Gene replaced her after Marie retired the second time around. And of course, well, I, one correction now, uh, I know that Joe read out of that book because it was on the script, but uh, the Gene, Gene was quick to, to point out that she was the 1972 Lanier Land 
Correct. MVP, not 82, and everybody got a chuckle out of that. Correct. And Paul said something about being on the wall. They're going to have a wall of this. They're going to do this every two years, man. Yep. Correct. So it's, it won't be a, a class of 2024. It'll be a class of 2025. And there's a whole bunch more. I'm sitting there thinking about how many more people could go into the oh, Hall absolutely. of Fame here. Caden Daniels, yeah, Daniels, the injured player for East Hall, but gets up walking off under his own power, so it had to be a cramp. I had a lot of folks out there looking at him. And it's, it's kind of a muggy night. Supposed to get some rain this weekend and then start cooling off a oh, little bit. did this morning, Joseph. Yeah, was, By the way, let you know, too, Joe, one sport he wasn't mentioned with Jody Davis. He played football here our senior year. Senior year, exactly right. Wasn't mentioned he, he was a receiver. Football, basketball, Well, what, what happened, we use a double pass every time. Yeah. Tim Garner, the MVP, would throw over to Jody, and Jody was flinging downfield. Incomplete pass moves all the time. Tanner Marsh with Perrier in motion. Fakes it to him. Tanner rolls out this way. Throws a long one. Wide all alone. open. Tyler Kemp. Catches it all alone in the end zone for the touchdown. Right, and that wasn't anybody within 15 or 20 yards of him. Yeah, How did he get that open? Yeah, busted coverage for sure. For sure. I didn't see a white jersey within 15 yards like Gary said, and Ty Kemp just had to wait on it and make sure he caught it as he backpedals into the end zone. And, by the way, next week you're going to see a battle of Kemp's because right. his cousin plays at Cherokee Bluff. Landon will be down at Cherokee Bluff on both sides of the football. 34 to 14 now, 213 for the first score of the second half. Ty Kemp, the holder. Mason Carrick, the long snapper. Snap hole kick by Reyes is up, and it is good. 35 14 with 213 in the quarter. That could be a really a breaker for North Hall there. We're back in one minute for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FL. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Time wants to give a North Hall to kick things off here. Reyes' kick comes floating down, hits at the 9. Harrison picks it up at the 4, comes across the 10, the 15, and Hope met by host of Green Jerseys right at the 20-yard line. That's where he saw at it first and 10. Joe, real quick on the Wall Street Cafe FCA scoreboard. It is Lumpkin County on top of Hart County, 28-10. to 10. Also, Buford on top of Carver of Atlanta, 24 nothing. That might surprise Ron, but that was, we've seen Carver Atlanta play before in the playoffs, remember Joe? Mm-hmm. Yep. 24 nothing with Wolves leading that one. 41 nothing in the fourth quarter, Cherokee Bluff on top of Chesapeake. You know Coach Heath Webb's got to be tickled pink to bring in a tough schedule, whether they're not, whether they're having a down year or not. The Hart County traditionally is a really good program. Doc Ayers talks about them oh, yeah. year in, year out, and, and for them to go in there last minute and play them. There goes Harrison, giving it off to his running back, Pruitt. Pruitt's going to get about four up to the 24-yard line. Mason Sullins like, is near the top in rushing this year. Uh, 
four uh, for across the North Georgia, especially maybe even the state. And double A especially. Yeah, I, I think Chesty team may be playing, playing tonight with a different quarterback. I believe they are. They are. They've, they've, they've had mass defection back on Monday, Gary. The different team does not. Second yeah. down, six, four, five wideouts, four on the near side. Got North Hall's defense kind of spread out. Harrison takes it, looks, rolls out to the left, right side. Lucas throws it at the last second over everybody's head. Actually got tipped by one receiver for East Hall and by the North Hall defender, number 13, Jaden Hernandez with the intended receiver. Tipped off his hands and then Charlie Dyer's hands incomplete. Yeah, and I guess he figured that uh, he's down three touchdowns. Might as well let him fight for it. Maybe we'll get it. Now, I figure we're going to see him throw it a lot. And you're Charlie Dyer. That's the youngest of the Dyer boys mm-hmm. here at North Hall now. Well, here you got you got to make sure you get the first down. Third and six. I don't think you go for the home run ball here. You got to get this first down. Otherwise, you're punting again. Three receivers on the short side. Pruitt to the right of his quarterback. Looking to this side. Gets it complete over here to number 25. Hit immediately by Charlie Dyer. Depends on where they mark it. They're going to mark him a first down. He, he yeah. caught it around the 29 and basically fell forward as he got hit yeah. to the 30, 30 and a half. Again, he knew where the sticks were. Charlie Dyer and Walker Davis hit him immediately, but that's what I said. You get the first down. Now you got some room to work again. But in the, the post-COVID COVID era, if you're close, I'll give it to you. Jason Jones favoring that left arm a little bit. There he's flexing it back and forth. Nice catch. Jason leading the troops catching at the half with over 100 yards back in form first down ball just across the 30 the 30 and a half fake gives it off jones incomplete as he's trying to do a little inside route right there hurried uh, his tunnel throw. screen if you will and threw it a little too high for him yeah telegraphed that, it too it would that one that time was not a good fake he just barely made the fake he had his eyes on his intended receiver all the time but he started to hear some footsteps and he he threw it too quick 44 yep. seconds left here in the quarter. North Hall 35, East Hall 14 on 23-2023 homecoming. Congratulations to Sarah Gibson again, the homecoming queen for North Hall this year. Second down, 10 at the 30. Harrison takes the snap, rolls out to his right, looks, 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 got some pressure, throws it long, way down the field, got a receiver, caught it right at the 30-yard line as he backpedals right there. Number nine. That was number nine. Javon Harrison. Harrison caught it right at the 30-yard line. Wow. Just like they drew it up in their mm-hmm. backyard. Exactly. They've probably been throwing that like that since they were in their backyard. <laughs> they go you? deep. Go deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. Except this time it was go deep down the field, not go to the go to the trash can and hang a right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not in the backyard anymore. This is a fine facility here now. First down. Ball's at the North Hall, 29 after the long pass play. 30 seconds under. Here in the third quarter, Harrison drops back, being pursued by several green jerseys, rolls out of that, throws it downfield, out of the tackle box, and out of, yep, threw it away, out of bounds. Well, one thing that hasn't been a factor tonight has been the weather. Yeah. It's been a, a, you know, it is a little bit warm down here. That's why you have a couple of people to cramp, but it's not as warm as it has been, and absolutely no wind. Look at over at that big flag. Could it be any still? No, it's very, it's just laying there, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it, it hasn't even rustled. Well, it's the last Friday of summer. Next will be the first Friday of fall next Friday night. Uh, well, I think we're still in for a lot more warm weather here. Well, as, a, as an old guy who doesn't like warm weather, I hope not, Gary. Since <laughs> left here in the third, Harrison. Empty set, takes the snap. A little kind of 
jigs and jags and goes over, knocked, knocked out of bounds, maybe a half a yard gain with four seconds remaining. Knocked I, out I will say with the old guy here, he's talking about Joe over here. He, he sort of took, uh, I guess, uh, what Coach Roger Alexander did when he was here. He wore, wore coaches' shorts no year matter round. what the weather was. Year and round. Joe for years would just wear the same thing all year long with you. Yep. I wore, I wore shorts forever. It'd have to be brutally cold in December and January and early February for me to wear long pants. And even then I'd wear short sleeve shirts. But you just a hot hot man, huh? I am. Exactly. (laughs) But not as high as Ron. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. You know, penguins won't ride with Ron Poole. (laughs) Third and ten now. Harrison throws it right over there. Incomplete as the time runs out to end the third quarter. Yeah, that one probably should have been another two seconds left in the quarter. But they said, ah, enough's enough. North Hall, 35-14 after three. Back in the fourth and final quarter in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Time to put four fingers in there and get ready for the last 12 minutes of this game. Trojans lead it 35-14. to 14. That's fourth and ten for the Vikings, but we've seen them get a chunk of yardage at mm-hmm. a time. They're just going to go for this one. Might as well. Might as well down in there. Balls to 29. they got to get to the 19. Four wideouts, two either side ball near hash mark. Jamarcus Harrison back, being pressured, being pressured. Oh, the ball got knocked out. He picked it up. Now he's going to run to the far side. There's one man to try and knock him down. Another guy trips him up short of the first down at the 31. Ooh, Jamarcus getting up slow. And the man that tripped him up over there was that uh, number 12. Yeah, number 12, Parker Carlton tripped him up. And that's the fear, Joe, of him running like he does. (laughs) Yeah. Well, especially with him long long legs and ankles. His ankle turned the wrong way. Well, what what yeah. happened that time? North Hall had everybody covered, and he had nobody to throw. That yep. was supposed to be a, yeah. a, a, a two counting out, and North Hall had it covered. And he was lucky that he picked up his own fumble. He made a little chicken salad there. <clears throat> Otherwise, it would have been even deeper of a turnover. North Hall has it on their own 31. Gives it to Marsh, keeps it, pitches it the last second to Ty Kemp. He's going to be wrapped up by a host. A white jersey after about a three-yard pickup, that maybe was, four. That was well diagnosed by East Hall. Number 27 was the guy that hit him first. I think Marco Ramirez, a senior linebacker. Yep. They strung that out well. If, if Marsh had kept it, he was going to be tackled. If he pitched it, it wasn't going to be no, for much of a gain. So they wound up getting five out of it. But can you see him doing against Cherokee Bluff next week? It'd be interesting to see. Second down, six yards to go from the 35. Well, Cherokee Bluff can see has seen the option Marsh before. Hands off to Ruth. Or, yeah, Ruth slips at the 38. He's close to, to a the first 41. down. 
I thought he went down on a knee, but he kept one knee off the tar- carpet and got across the 40 to about the 41 and an almost 41 and a half. It'll be a first down. Keeps the clock rolling for the Trojans. Tanner Marsh comes back in. Gives the play to everybody. Breck and Kirby splits out far to the far side with Miles Perrier. Two wideouts on this side. You got Kemp and Sosby. Marsh back to pass. Looking, looking, throws it right over the top. Sosby catches it at the 30, 25, 10, 5, touchdown. Corbin Sosby. Boy, he caught that in stride, didn't he? Yes, he did. Right over his shoulder and then outran the defender for the touchdown. That's a 59-yard touchdown right there, man. Yes, sir, it was. Nice job by Corbin Sosby. Good to see him play a little basketball and baseball. He can run pretty good. Yes, he can. You saw it right there. He got open, and he just to the left right there and left everybody standing. And I'm sure Jarvis Davenport saw that speed, buddy. I'm sure he did. He might be up on top filming tonight. Who knows? Akeem Reyes with Mason Carrick, the long snapper. Ty Kemp, the holder, snap. Kick up, and it is good, 42-14 with 10.33 remaining. And that may be it for the Trojans. We get ready for the next kickoff. Back in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. Just like fine artists use different brushes and styles to create their art, grill masters use different techniques and equipment to create their masterpieces. And that's why we carry a variety of top quality grills at Autry's Ace. Yes, everyone seems to have their own style. We have Traeger and Blackstone grills, along with a full line of green egg. And we're happy to announce the addition of Napoleon grills at Autry's Ace. For those that want to take their grilling game to the next level, come by and see these beauties. Napoleon grills stand apart and they're built to last. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Three-yard line, that's where they'll take over, first and ten. Say it again for us, Joe, please. Reyes caught it. Uh, didn't see the East Hall ball carrier, but he got it from the ten out to about the number, uh, number nine. Nine caught it, so that was Javon Harrison again. He's been their main returner. And he limped off the field. He's out to the 24-yard line. That's where they'll spot it, first and ten for the Vikings. Here in the fourth quarter, Harrison with Pruitt is set back. Four wide outs, one on the far side. Harrison takes the snap from his big man, Connor Brooks. Throws a quick one on the far side into the dirt. Well, into the pellets, was... but Jason Jones intended receiver, but he threw it really low. Well, hey, that was too well covered. He just wanted to make sure nobody caught that one. Hey, he threw it right at his feet, bounced it off the turf. I mean, he had no chance to catch that ball. Second down, 10 yards to go now for the Vikings. We knew it would be a battle. North Hall took advantage of that one defensive touchdown early. <clears throat> Scored again not long after that, and then East Hall battled back. Had it two scores at the half, 28-14, and now North Hall with the only two scores here in the second half. Second, 10. Hands off to the running back, Pruitt. Beats one guy and gets through and gets knocked down around the 27-yard line. 
Picked up about four yards, three or four. The third down now, and seven yards to go. <clears throat> Mike, do you know if he's the brother of Caleb Pruitt, the state championship wrestler that was such a big part of the East Hall? Uh, good question. I do not line? know. Good question, though. You know, that, that Pruitt went undefeated his senior season. I'll ask Matt Turner that next week. Third down, seven yards to go for the Vikings. Single setback is Pruitt. Harrison takes the snap. Flag on the play. We've got timeout called by East Hall with 944 left in the game. And we're back one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Bo and Jason, here we go. We get ready for the next play here. Well, Brecken Kirby just asked me if I was all right after the call. What, if Brecken is the one that calls that for you? I, I, don't, go, Brecken. I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I was just trying to get out of the way of everybody. And, uh, uh, yeah. Lo and behold, there's some kind of a photographer's big suitcase over there, and I never saw it. Well, at least <laughs> you get out of the way of the football players and uh, trip over something behind you. There you go. Yeah, some days you just can't make a dollar, you know. Third down, seven yards to go for the Vikings. Puts a man in motion. Does Harrison. Takes it. That's Casey Daniels. Big man tries to rain him down. He gets Ray from him. Rolls out the far side. Flag coming in on the far side. Bill Marcus going to run down and get the first down. Well, that's coming back. Judge. That's definitely coming back. Charlie, one, one Charlie Wright wrote him out of bounds, but I, I, you, it's flag on the play. I think, I think Joe's right. I think Ron's right, Joe. Yeah, one of the linemen had a handful of jersey of a North Hall player. And uh, that's an automatic penalty there. Yeah, when you see that, you, you can't help but call it. You know, there's a certain way. If you turn your you turn your thumbs out, and you're using your hands, that's a put. That's that's legitimate use. But if you turn your thumbs in and you get a hold of that jersey, then that's when they call you for holding. Now, you know, back when we played, Ron, you know, you, they told you to grab your own jersey, so you yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, and, You wouldn't hold. And, you couldn't and, use your hands on and offense. And give them and give them a flipper, as our yep. coach used to say. Right. Of course, in those days, the, the, the shiver and the head slap were legal, too. So. Ten-yard penalty down inside the 20 to 18-yard line. Got to get out to the 29. Third down and about 20. Well, about 17 or 18, I guess I should say. Demarcus Harrison takes the snap, looks, fakes, throws a far side screen to Pruitt. Pruitt tries to get away. Not going to do it, though. Back maybe to the original line of scrimmage at the 24 before being knocked down. You guys were talking about the holding penalty. With Mike not being able to see, if I wanted to grab Ron and push him and shove him all over the place, nope, Mike wouldn't be able to call the flag, throw the flag at all up here, would he? That's right. I'm not <laughs> going to throw you out the window or anything. I'm not that strong, okay? <laughs> no, you do TikTok challenge, you know? Yeah, exactly. TikTok videos. Fourth down and nine. They're going to bring in Hernandez to punt. Two men back deep. That's Kempin per year. 850. Two and running here in the fourth quarter. Snap. Good to Hernandez. He gets the punt off. Kind of a wobbly kick, but it's going to come down. Kemp's going to take it all the bobble it, but caught it. It was a fair uh, catch he called. Yeah, yeah. He for a moment he forgot he, he called a fair <laughs> catch. He almost ran with it, but then he went, yeah. oh, uh, can't do that. Yeah, right, well, right at the 40-yard line. 
Well, the bobble probably <laughs> made him forget what he called. That's a, what about a 25, 30-yard punt? About a 30-yard kick, I guess. 8.39 now. North Hall will take over. They lead it 42-14. to 14. You know, one of my favorite stories, Joe, remember our, our, my senior year, we were playing at Monroe area. Mm-hmm. Tim Garner got called for a fake punt, even though he punted it. <laughs> Referee said, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't. You fake those guys off. That's how I remember that. I, I think that's – I made it to all the games, but I think I remember that. And after that after Curtis Water had to pull, you know, Roger Alexander off the official three, three penalties later. Cole Cable gets the reverse, goes the opposite direction, and gets a long run down across midfield all the way down to about the 40 40- – three-yard line, so Cole Cable, a wide receiver, came around from the end position on the reverse handoff from the quarterback. He's a 145-pound freshman, you know, yep. but but now you're getting some fresh legs, and he's tall tired. Yep. Might, some, might as well let you up four scores. You might as well let some of these young guys play. Kirby in at the tight end. Sosby caught the last touchdown pass, splits out wide to this side, per year to the far side. One wide out, one man in motion. That's Kemp. Going to hand it to Kemp. Kemp cuts inside to the 40 and gets knocked down at the 39. Number two, Levi Kenny knocked him down right there. Breeze Tall got yeah. about three, maybe four yards. Yeah, the, now the East Tall defense has uh, been out there a lot. and yeah. I think they, those guys are tired, and they're just North Hall's just taking advantage of it. Well, they got more go both ways there. That's I mean, Ron what it is. Yeah. 7.42 now here in the fourth quarter. Single setback. It's made Dalton Hulsey look like they pull it up over the top. And he only caught it. Gordon Corbin Sosby catches it at the eight. Runs it in all alone uncontested Uh, for the touchdown. He bobbled it briefly at about the the five and then recovered it in in midair. And then ran it on in. Ran it on in. Because nobody was near him. No, no. And uh, East Hall blitzed that time, and they left that one. Uncovered. And that's two touchdowns for Sosby. Sosby runs 39 yards. 39 yards for that one. Two touchdowns. Makes it 48. Reyes will attempt the extra point. Snap by Carrick. Hold and kick is up. And it is good. 49-14 with 7.26 remaining. And we're back at one minute for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a close game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED induct air purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. And back here at the time, I'll give you some scores here in a moment, Joe. Reyes ready to kick, waiting on my white hat to say it's your turn, Mr. Kicker. 
He signals, and here comes Reyes. Toe meets leather. Long end over end kick comes down to the 10. 15 to 20, 25, knocked down around the 28-yard line. That was number 28, it looked like. Yes. Yeah, Elijah Buffington now, new guy in the lineup for East Hall. The return guy on that kick. Those Mike. scores for you on the Wall Street Cafe FCA scoreboard. It's Gainesville 70, Appalachie 6. Final score, Cherokee Bluff 48, Chester T nothing. In the third quarter now, Stevens County 49 and White County 26. That, by the way, was Tanner Marsh's fourth touchdown of the night, three passing and one running, two in a row to Corbin Sosby. First down ball at the 24 of East Hall, 7-19 left in the game. One man in motion, new quarterback for East Hall, throws it complete over to Caden Daniels on the far side, or excuse me, yeah, Jason Jones, new quarterback is number 17, Caleb that Caleb Reno's 18, excuse me, Peyton Lou Allen, the new quarterback yeah, for East Hall. He's a sophomore now, I think. Uh, Peyton Junior. Junior, okay, yeah. you're over, okay. Well, he's, yeah, he's played quarterback for the Vikings before. Yeah. Yes. He was, mm-hmm. In the preseason camp, he was mentioned as kind of a co-runner. Yeah, we got yes. an injury we down. got an injury. The man that caught the ball looks like Jason Jones down, so we got a timeout for an injury on the field, Mike. We'll take it with him. We're back in 30 seconds for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. And back here more of the Wall Street Cafe FCA scoreboard. It is Lambert on top of Flyer Branch 36 to 19 in that one. Lumpkin County was on top of Hart County going into the fourth quarter of play up in Dahlonega. In that ball game, we're going to try to get Heath Webb to join us tomorrow morning on the Saturday morning sports show. But he's got his son playing a youth league game tomorrow morning. Ah, yep. Can't get me with us. A lot of that going around. Uh, I, if, if I'm North Hall, you know my starters have seen their last snap of the night. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you, you don't have a shutout to preserve. None of that ego kind of stuff. Plus, you never know. You know, you're in there. It gives you and young he, kids a chance to play, get them some experience. They practice hard all week long, and now. It, it prevents your starters from turning an ankle or, or blowing up a knee or an Achilles. Look at Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh, Chase, that's, that's why Harrison came out. Uh, Chasen Jones comes out of the game. Parker Lou Allen is the quarterback. Four wideouts with the running back. Four east tall. A couple of new guys in the defensive line, Luke Tyner. One of those guys for east tall, or for north hall, excuse me. Peyton Lou Allen being brought down hard. By one of the defensive linemen for North Hall. He's going to come out immediately. That was big number 99, Luke Tyner. He just went in the game and he gets a tackle yeah, right six, out the bat. How about six, that? 6'3, 265. I think that's a little bit of a mismatch with Lou yeah. Allen, isn't it? For, for who, 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 I don't think he has any business running the ball. He faked a pitch and then tucked it up. North Hall is sending them. Then he met somebody that's about 100 pounds heavier than he is. When Matt you're his Marcello size, that can happen. <laughs> Cole Hamilton on the defensive line right now. Like K.J. Meredith on the defensive line. Lou Allen takes the snap, hands off to his running back. Fumble, ball's on the ground. North Hall picks it up. He's still running with the football, and he gets tripped up. 
as number 44 with the football. Dalton Hulsey picked it up and got knocked down at about the 47-yard line. Number 17 made the tackle for East Hall. Caleb Reeves, a senior for East Hall. The running back got through the hole and then ball got the ball dislodged and it fell forward and Dalton Hulsey was Dalton on the spot, picked it up and got tackled. Gives North Hall the ball with 6.15 remaining. New quarterback is uh, number seven, Alex Schleeman for the Trojans. New guys in the game. I'll get them as we go. Running back, 44, Dalton Hulsey. Four wideouts. One of those guys is 42, Jacob Adams. Ty Kemp still in the receiver. Schleeman takes it. Hands off to the running back. Hulsey, Hulsey across the 45, down to the 40. And drug down out there. Getting some new players in for both teams now. Yep. There's a lot of, yes. lot of clean uniforms in there. Soto so. made the, the stop along with Joshua Yadamillo for the Vikings. Yeah, you got some clean uniforms out there, but not as dirty as they used to get. This turf, you know, it's just like playing on the carpet. Cole Cable, number 88. Dawson Gray, number 88 for the Trojans in the game. Pitch back to 42 this time. Jacob Adams, he goes to the far side, runs long way side to side and loses a yard. Now it's going to be second and four. Third and four, excuse me. Baseball field lights went out just then. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> we, we got less than five and a half minutes to play in this one. And as long as this field's lit, we can make it. I think we're all right. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll be all right. Third so, down. So we're at the bluff next week. About five yards to go. Yes, we are. 5-12 on the clock. North Hall with a big lead. Schleeman takes the ball. Hands off to Hulte. Hulte up the middle. Gets Ooh. two or three and got stuck. Soto again. <laughs> Soto was the first guy to make contact. Yeah, and then uh, number 28, Elijah Buffington, a freshman, yeah. came in and finished him off. That was a pretty good lick right there. And so here's the argument. You know, there's no really need to pass the football anymore in this ball game. Oh, no, no, no. no. We did, yeah, no. Just run it, run it, run it. Run it, run it. It's fourth down. They're going to run it, keep yeah. it in bounds. Let the clock go. Fourth down, about three yards to go. We've got to get to about the 37. Let the young kids work on a few things and get out of here with the W. Schleeman going to pass it. How about that? So as we say it, it's in well, and out you know of the hands. It was, it was going to be for the first down. Yep. Yeah. In and out of the hands. Intended receiver was number 88 that time. Dawson Gray, a freshman, tied in. I tell you, you know, it was just a little short pass, yep. but he hit him right in the hands. That Schleeman, that was a pretty good ball. Worst place you can hit him, right in the hands, ain't it, Ron? Yep. Oh, yes. 429 now in the, in the game. North Hall about 35. And he probably took his eye off to look yep. to see where to run. See yep. where everybody was, right? Only thing you need to look at right there is where the stick is. You get past the sticks, catch it, and you can get knocked down and you got forward progress. First right. down in 10 to 40. Can't do anything with the ball unless you got the ball. Right. Lou Allen takes it, throws it out the far side. Man gets loose on the far side out to about the 48 yard line. Yeah, give me a second here. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Again, coming up immediately after the ball game, we'll bring you GNN's Friday Night Lights on 97.5 Glory FM. Sophomore Caney Williams caught that pass and got eight yards out of it, second and two. 
Pitch over here to the running back, and who breaks across, gets the first down. And the next one, Jacob Christian takes the pitch from Peyton Lou Allen and gets about three yards out to the 48 of North Hall. Magically come back home on the baseball field. Bounced off his own man, and then Cole Hamilton from the Trojans got in on the stop. Yep. First down for the Vikings. 348 left in the game. Four wide outs. Well, it's going to be a happy homecoming for all the folks that turned out for the festivities. Guy in the slot, that's Christian. He goes in motion to the far side. Lou Allen looks, throws it to Christian, far side. Christian catches it at the 45, bounces off a guy, rolls around to the 42. North Hall, I tell you, Christian's got a little fight in him, doesn't he? Yeah, he was trying to get, they were trying to take the ball away from him. Yeah. He said, nope, this is mine. Christian gets about five more. It'll be going to be second and about four. Got to get to the 37. Ball's on the 41 of North Hall. And this is four-down territory, obviously. Second down. Spread on a straight line right in front of us here, Ron. Two mm-hmm. men in the backfield with Christian. Oh, and North Hall's offsides. Well, let's see, who moved oh, first? Procedure. Yeah, no, yeah the, the tackle on this side. Out. The tackle on this side moved. It looks like big number 68, Bryson Free, might have moved first on that one. You mentioned straight line, Joe. A few years ago, we were doing a Loganville Flyer Branch game. Loganville had all 11 mil on the defense, lined up straight line at the line of scrimmage. Wow. How about that? <laughs> Usually you'll see seven I or eight that, guys. I think that was designed to stop the run, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Second down nine now. Peyton Lou Allen takes the snap. Rolls out to this side looking to pass. Complete over here to this side. Number 20 catches it. He's hit. The ball comes out. North Hall that's, recovers. That's a legitimate hit. Yeah. Josh Martinez, the senior, caught it. It got knocked out of his hands immediately. Blaine Seabolt on the lick, and it was 17 Walker Davis who came up with the recovery, I'm thinking. Jake Clark gets up. He got hit in the nether regions and is coming over to the sideline. That was not the ground causing the fumble. That nope. was the tackle that causing a, the fumble. That was the tackle oh, yeah. cause. He just hit him, boom, really good. Good solid lick after and, he and caught it th- well. And he had the first down, too. Yeah, huh? he did. Balls at the 40 now, 237, North Hall with the football. <coughs> Aiden Taylor, new offensive lineman out on the field for the Trojans. Well, you get a first down or two, then you go into the victory formation. He's tall looking to blitz. They're going to hand off to the big running back right there. It was number 29 Nine that time. That is Ronnie Dalton. Ronnie Dalton gets... About two, maybe three yards. Yeah. No, nope, only going to give him one to the 41. Ronnie, also known as R.J. Dalton, the junior running back. Okay. Second down at the 41. Single setback next to Sleeman. Four wideouts for the Trojans. Takes the snap. Sleeman does, looking to pass. Looking to go long down the side. The man there catches it, number 22. He's still dragging him in with him as he goes down, finally tackled at the 19-yard line. Number 22, Cole Cable. Caught it, kind of backpedaling, had a man with him right there. Bryson Burkhalter, 24, was matching him step for step, and then he just went up and got that ball, and Burkhalter had to haul him down. Otherwise, it's six more for the Trojans. Well, I said to just knock out a couple of first downs and take a knee, they've but not, not uh, they went for the, they're going for the jugular here. Yeah. Plus, you got these little, you got these young kids in here. You can't tell them not yeah, to they, score. They, they want to play. Exactly. Nick, big Nick Sanders comes in on the line of scrimmage for the Trojans. Schleeman takes the snap. Hands off to his running back. He's going to get pushed 20, back head on. That was running Dalton again. R.J. Yeah. 
got hit maybe a yard gain at the most. Maybe oh, they're going to give him actually about two. Yeah, well, I was going to say what, what progress do they give yeah. him for that because they had a whole bunch of white shirts. Well, it was easy to tell these teams apart tonight, Joe. One all in green with white letters and one all in white with blue letters. Yeah. Or black, I guess. All, all green with black helmets, all white with white helmets. You can tell them apart easily tonight. Second down eight. Pitch this time to the receiver, number 22. Coming on cable, comes around this side, down to about the 15, 16-yard line. That's the one that caught the long pass, That cable, it? yes, it is. Cohen Bryant had him up. You got to be careful when you get him up that close to the to the hip. Yeah. Might be looking at you for a horse call or something like that. You got, but he stays in bounds and the clock continues to roll here. Under a minute, 48 seconds in running. Third down, seven yards to go. Ball is on the 16 yard line of East Hall. Now, sportsmanship wise, I'm taking an eight. Yeah. But they're in regular formation. 11, 10 on the play clock. Schliemann takes the snap, hands off to his running back. Running back goes across the 15 down to the 11. Might be the last play of the game. Yeah, they don't have to snap it again. Sleeman is going to come over the side. Sean Pender is saying, everybody, come to the sidelines. We're done. Yeah, Pender's come bringing him over to the side. They had to get the downs. They did it. Northall will come away with a home thumbing victory as it rolls under 10, 49 to 14 over East Hall. And makes them 2-0 in Region 8-4A. A nice start for the Trojans in region play, Mike. And 4-0 overall this season. That's also important, Joe, from that yes. standpoint. We're back in two to wrap it up for you here on 97.5 Glory FM. For many of us, purchasing a home is the largest investment we will make in a lifetime. It's so important to know the home you are buying will be comfortable and energy efficient all year. And that is exactly why Jackson AMC created the Right Choice Program. Right Choice homes are built from the ground up and guaranteed to provide comfort and energy savings. And that's something we can all appreciate. Right Choice homes, energy efficient, guaranteed, and only from Jackson EMC. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. And we're back here in North. Let's go down to the sidelines on the field with Gary Glenn. Coach. He's not hit, hit yeah. this spot. You're good to hear. He's talking to Sam Board. You, you turned it up a little bit. What happened? Well, we settled down, you know, at, at halftime and uh, made the adjustments we needed to make. Um, kids just continued to play hard, and and we just started executing on things that we were having a little bit of miscues earlier. That's all. And you played a lot of people tonight. That's always a we good did. thing. Yeah, I don't know how many played, but a lot of guys played tonight. So um, that's always a good thing when you get a lot of kids, a lot of reps. So you're still undefeated, and also you're undefeated in the region, which is a big thing. 
It is. It is. It's um. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, but yeah, ready for the next week. And this is a region where all the uh, games are so so important. Um, you can't just win two games up here in this region to be in the playoffs. You got to win quite a bit of them. So we still got a long way to go. And Cherokee Bluff is looking a lot better these days. Oh yeah, Cherokee Bluff is a very good opponent. We got to go to their place, and it's not easy to win over there. It's going to be a really tough environment. All right. Thank- Appreciate it. Good luck. All right, there you go, guys. Winning coach tonight. All right, thanks very much, Gary. As we'll wrap things up with Gary, we'll do an extended postgame show here because we're waiting on the network to let us join them there with Chester Proctor with GNN's Friday Night Live. So Joe's getting the stats. North Hall at halftime, 28-14. Then they score three touchdowns in the second half. They hold East Hall scorers run. In with the final score of 49-14, a very impressive win for North Hall. Well, it is, and uh, it's been an impressive season for North Hall. They've really, they've kind of gotten uh, this uh, new uh, program down now, and they know what they what's expected of them, and uh, they're going out and executing. Already more wins this season than they had in Sean Pender's first season last year. How yeah, about that? They, yeah, four they were already. they were three and seven last year, and four already this year, and, mm-hmm. and looking good. East Hall Band coming out to do their, yeah, do their halftime, halftime performance now. I got the stats, Mike, and interestingly enough, between the two teams tonight, uh, there was uh, over 800 yards of total offense. Um, rushing North Hall, three, 33 rushes, 279 yards. East Hall, 29 for only 83. Passing East uh, North Hall, 12 of 16, 228, very efficient. East Hall, 20 of 35, 251. North Hall had 18 first downs. East Hall had 15 first downs. Four East Hall on the, on the rushing side. <clears throat> excuse me. Jamarcus Harrison, 17 carries, 42 yards. Lucas Pruitt, 9 for 25. Peyton Lou Allen, 1 for 3. Candy Williams, 1 for 6. And Jacob Christian, 1 for 7. Passing Jamarcus Harrison, 15 of 30, 211 yards. Hernandez, 1 for 1, uh, 8 yards. And Peyton Lou Allen, 4 for 4, 32 yards. Receiving the ball tonight, excuse me, Jason Jones was uh, had over 100 yards at the half, finished up with 11 catches, 157 yards. A good game for Jason Knight, 41, his long. Uh, Javon Harrison, 3 for 54, 40, his long. Caden Daniels, 2 for 11. Uh, Levi Kenny, 1 for 8. Kenny Williams, 1 for 8. For North Hall, rushing the football tonight, Tate Ruth, 16 rushes, 163 yards, 52 his long. Tanner Marsh, 6 for 57. Parker Carlton, 2 for 19. Cole Cable, 1 for 17. Dalton Hulsey, 2 for 9. Ty Kemp, 2 for 8. Passing, uh, Tanner Marsh, 3 for 10. 10 for 13, 187. Uh, Alex Sleeman, 2 for 3, 41 yards. Four touchdowns for Tanner Marsh tonight. Receiving for the Trojans, Corbin Sosby with the two long touchdowns. Caught three passes, 159 yards. 59 is longest. Two touchdowns. Ty Kemp, one for 29, and it was for a touchdown. Cole Cable, one for 40. Uh, Riles Perrier, five catches, 44 yards. Brecken Kirby, one for nine tonight. So North Hall racked it up, scored 21 unanswered points in the second half to win it 49-14. to 14. And again, next week the Trojans will be down at Cherokee Bluff in our broadcast game of the week. Vikings will be at home. They'll take on Cedar Shows, and I think it should be a very winnable ball game for Matt Turner's team. I think it should be. It's, um, you know, they uh, they played well tonight. Uh, they just ran into a, an offensive team that turned over to start with, hurt their momentum. You know, if they could have had a good drive that first time down and, 
you know, put North Hall kind of on their heels, that might have been a little bit of difference early on. I still think North Hall's offense uh, is, is, is probably – they're way ahead of where they were last year, and I, and I think that that really makes a difference, that full year of being able to work and get better on the offense. The offensive line, defensive line is playing tremendous for Coach Sean Fender. And you know, like he said, you got to win more than two games in the region up here like you did out inside Georgia. So he knows the what's in front of him. You've got eight region games. Yep. You've got some big ones coming up next week. We'll have North Hall at Cherokee. But for the two weeks here is going to be the big one. North oh, yeah. Oconee yep. here in two weeks. Well, and, you know, and, and, and to me, you know, I, I have me keep up with North Old County. North Old County is probably the team in the region. In the but, state, too. But North Hall, North Hall can give them a pretty good run for that night, I believe. We'll see what happens. Last year they did, and they, they, yep. they remember that, too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just like the game against Walnut Grove. You know, Walnut, they got beat pretty bad by Walnut Grove. Came back and beat the Grove last week, 28-6. to Different year, and congratulations to Sean Pender. Congratulations, Sarah Gibson. Homecoming Queen 2023 here at North Hall. Congratulations to the 12 members inducted into the inaugural North Hall Athletic Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. A very special night here for this north part of the county. Yes, it is. Very, very uh, cool night. Uh, The inaugural uh, Alumni Association uh, uh, Hall of Fame inducting 12 very, very worthy members of that Hall of Fame, and uh, man, I tell you what, just all the all the uh, kudos to the administration getting that together, and all the folks that sat on the committee to to name those folks. That's really a, a fun thing, and you know they uh, they got to do their talking there before the game. That's why we didn't get to talk to any of them here tonight. Unfortunately, they were meeting. They wanted to stay till halftime, but they're the talking over there and. And the banquet took longer than they expected. And uh, by the time they got over here, it's just time to shake hands and kiss babies, as you say. And Matt Turner talking to him, and he knows the importance of this in North Hall. He said they don't don't really expect maybe for a year or two, it may do the same thing in East Hall. Right. Well, but, you know, the East Hall Vikings, they, they, they're athletic. They've uh-huh. got some kids that can play, and, you know, they keep running that offense and keep growing them big kids, the big uglies, as I call them, on the offensive and defensive line. They're going to get better, that's for sure. No doubt about it. Again, final score here for North Hall. Trojans win over the Vikings by a final score of 49-14. to Next week will be at Cherokee Bluff as the Bears will go up against the North Hall Trojans. Friday night football game of the week. Up next, you'll hear Chester Proctor and GNN's Friday night lights for the entire sports team at 97.5 Glory FM for producer Nathan Laddie, for Gary Glenn, Ron Poole, and Joe Gailey. I'm Mike Warford. You've been tuned to high school football on 97.5 Glory FM. This has been Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Jackson EMC, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, Autry's Ace Hardware, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, and by Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Join us next week for more great football action on Friday Night Football in North Georgia. This has been a sports presentation of 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio.